There is no phone ringing, damn it! What the hell are you talking about? You know what the hell she's talking about? Now, what in hell am I going to tell this boy Shaver's parents? That a substitute nurse assassinated him because she couldn't tell the doctors from the patients on the floor? My God! Okay. You let a woman beat ya. You little tiny nothing. Why did you move closer to me? Closer to Don't, you. Bob. Uh-uh. His name was Jeremiah Johnson. Norma Ray has been working since she was 16. And Jeff Goldblum is the psycho freak who's everywhere the action is. That's outrageous! You try one more goddamn stunt and I'll light up the fucking sky! I'd rather die running than be left here alone. Okay, but remember, serpentine! Absolutely. What a guy. You can fuck the lilies and the roses too. A decade under the influence. No rules, no limits. No wonder these filmmakers changed our world. Well, good, because welcome back, everybody. It's a wrap-up for Life and Brian. Uh, thanks so much for listening. This is Decade Under the Influence. You paid me a dollar to do this. I did pay him a dollar, but not for that. <laughs> no, so you could watch your fucking Ooh. LSD porno video. Hey. <laughs> Folks, look up Chastity Lynn and there's... What, what MMF. You, MMF? I don't know. It's just people on drugs. Not interested in filming porn or something. They're really high on acid, and they're trying to shoot this porn, but they're too high on acid. It's a, it's a good time. Stop. My mother listens to this podcast. Let's get correct. I know. I told my mom about this, Living too. Correct. If she ever figures out how to download podcasts, we're in trouble. <laughs> we're not in any trouble. Oh. Hey, uh... So this is a fun fucking movie. It's if you if you haven't watched this for some reason, like just turn everything off now and just go watch the movie. How would you be listening to the wrap up? <laughs> well, because some people just listen to the wrap ups. They don't listen to the the talk. Don't no. But I'm saying listen to the podcast because I'm tired, and I I used my quotes that I was going to use in the wrap up. I even wrote wrap up. I I did it all in the movie because you guys weren't saying anything. So I had to fill those gaps, and now I'm so tired and parched. The, the problem is, is it, it's an engaging movie. It's yeah. funny. It's, it doesn't mean anything. It's, it's not the problem. The problem is you're not professional enough. It's too good to talk over, and it, like for it's me, not. like I hadn't seen it in a few years. So I do my research. <laughs> oh my good Christ! No, now you're finding Just, out. Do talking. Good Christ! Fine. The, the, I provide the fresh perspective. <sighs> I'm not supposed to watch it. Not I'm supposed true. to you know nothing up. going into That's it. Not true. That's not true. It's true when it's true, but not in this movie. You've seen it four times already. That's true. I have so, seen that movie a lot, but I hadn't seen it in a few years. So if you're all looking for some interesting things to to go along with this, because I mean, this is a, a movie you've probably seen. There, there's a, a few things that uh, I think add a whole lot of value to this. One is a documentary called The Secret Life of Brian. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. It's like an hour long it has really great com- uh, commentary on the movie, on the making of, on the funding side, um, and interviews with all the living members at that time. Um, uh, additionally, there phone, is... The one that's actually filmed in Tunisia. I don't think that's what it's called, though. Like the actual one that you should be watching? Not the bullshit that he's telling you about? Well, I'm giving just, one. You can give one. It's I'm not, I haven't even looked it up yet. You're more correct, but I'll get to it. Since, <laughs> but then, there's also you threw that out. Uh, an interview that's done before this movie actually was shown in England uh, that we referenced several times uh, in the, the 
the talk through. It's all bird um, videos on here. And I, I don't even, I think if you just looked up uh, Life of Brian interview, you'll find it really simply. Um, and it's, it's done with uh, a uh, born-again Christian uh, guy. And what is he? He's like, I forget what, he's like, he's not a cardinal. He's a bishop. He's like the bishop of something. One of them is something. a bishop and there's another guy. Yeah. Um, something interesting about that, that guy uh, was a friend of, what's her name, Mary uh, Whitehouse, uh, who ran an organization called the Festival of Light, uh, which is the organization that got behind the ban for this movie. And they did a whole campaign uh, years earlier um, on a newspaper called Gay News. Uh, there was an, uh, a poem that was uh, written that they uh, printed. What the heck was it called? It was called The Love That Doesn't Speak Its Name. And it's all about one of the centurions who is falling in love with Jesus on the cross um, and how he's having very sexual thoughts about him, about his wounds, about like the whole situation. They ended up finding that this was in court. They found that this was blasphemous, and the author of that poem or the editor at Gay News, one of the two, was uh, placed in prison for nine months. Um, although th- that may have been, uh, he might not have Ooh. actually had to do the time, but he did have to pay a fine of five hundred pounds. Um, and also the organization Gay News had to pay a, uh, a fine of a thousand pounds. So to put that in context for like where this happened previous to this, mo- this movie being made. And so uh, they went into this with that kind of over their head uh, coming out, which I think is pretty interesting that there, there were still like sh- strong yeah, blasphemy laws. Uh, and also the like section fucking what's it called? Section... 28 or I can't remember the number for it but um, where you're not allowed to uh, or I guess that was only in schools wasn't it? We're not allowed to publish gay content or yeah. I think it was only to minors actually. Never mind. But they changed the laws here and they were slowly changing the laws there around the same time. Right. Somewhere in Tunisia is the name of the, the, the good documentary. Oh okay. <laughs> No, I'm sure they're both good. This is the one that was like filmed. I always like, you know, it's the same with when I'm studying like hers and history. I because a lot of people change. What's the guy that we were talking about? Angela Jolie's dad. Oh, John Voight. John Voight. It's just in general, or you know, a number of people who change their political leaning. So when I'm studying, you know, '70s uh, hers and history, politically and movies, I always try to find interviews from that time period where you can get what they were thinking then before they turned into Trump supporters or right. whatever. So. Yeah, well, that is, that is a good call because, like, a, one of the... Not Terry Gilliam, the other one. John other Terry. Oh, Terry, Terry Jones? Yeah. He, uh, in, in that documentary... I don't want to know. He doesn't say anything terrible, but he, he follows the same line. That's It's really dumb, right? The, the whole, like... Uh, comedy, there should be no, no, there's nothing off off limits in comedy. Like if you're not offending someone, you're not doing a good enough job, or yeah. you know that sort of like nonsense that like, it, which is funny because I think Monty Python did a phenomenal job of walking that line and, and of and of figuring out like how to punch up all the time or punch at questions that were were unanswered in this. Well, people like in change. This movie. It's hard living in the society, especially with all this goddamn when they have all that money, right? 
They're rich and they're like, ugh. John Voight. So it's not as bad as the John Voight stuff. It's not, near, it's not yeah. even close to John Voight. <laughs> I think also just like, you know, for white men who, you know, come from like economically sound backgrounds and stuff like that, like they don't, they don't understand because they've never been oppressed. They've, they just don't know how that hurts or why or what it even does to, you know, they don't, they don't understand the societal context Good. or even the personal context of it. And Graham so, Chapman you know, was gay. For them, they're he like, did. how on earth could you? Like, or yeah, I guess you know, like a heterosexual white man, I guess. Um, but in general, I would but agree. But even yeah. you know, like a lot of white gay men have Not all. really shit politics, actually, <laughs> like because they do have a relative amount of privilege. At this and, point, and some like, the, when they're not the, getting stabbed to death forty six times, some like, sure. The the ability not Salminio. I mean, it's not it's not like it's not the same as being black or being a woman or you know things that you can't like. Not according to Huey Newton, the most oppressed people on the planet. The leader of the Black Panther Party said that. Victory! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't disagree with what you're saying, but he still said that. I don't know that he had the best feminist politics. But <laughs> well, no, not feminist politics, what he's saying. But I, I, I agree with that to a point. It's a point that you need to draw attention to it. And there were so many people that were like in the revolutionary movements that were homophobic. So it was good that there yeah. was somebody saying yeah, that, we that, need to... Straight across the board, work with these groups. And that's what, if you yeah, are oppressed, absolutely. you should. Which is another reason I didn't like, you know, the MOVE organization. Because they were like, yeah. they left gays and lesbians off their thing. Absolutely. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't play another Mumia benefit. <laughs> that was a joke we were making earlier. It's not even on the tape, so just disregard that. <laughs> I'll play all the Mumia benefits. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, we we talked a little bit earlier about the funding for this movie because it was it was funny, right? You're funny. The dude, your coffee's so strong. Python was like a super established uh, a troupe at this point. They've made like movies. They've done all sorts of, you know, uh, their three seasons. Yeah, but you go after organized religion, they come come down. Well, but that's what they said. So they said, you know, they're they're worried about getting funding. They send the the project to EMI with the script and whatnot. And they're like, we'll take it. We love it. The guy who, who signed it, it's like, it's the funniest thing I've ever read. Uh, that's ever been, uh, funniest script that's ever been sent to me since or before, whatever. Um, and they get everything set to go. They're like ready to fly to Tunisia to get started. And like the president of the company takes a look at the, the script and is like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and he has, he, the guy has this quote, and I'm going to fuck it up, so we'll just say I'm paraphrasing here, where he's like, I'm not going to be remembered for criticizing Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. So they pulled when out. it's Brian. It's not even... It's not even criticizing. There's nowhere in the movie that criticizes Jesus. There, I mean, there, there's like. But it's baby steps that should be criticizing things Jesus. Like that, but it's not. I that, wish it had. It's just not in there. Maybe we'd be an inch uh, uh, more ahead than we are. Because <laughs> again, I was saying this in the podcast. It is the elephant in the room. Yeah, 
I, yeah, I totally agree with it, and I agree with what you're saying. If like, people aren't getting the COVID vaccine because they believe the, the book of Revelation says it's the mark <laughs> of the beast, then we've got to get rid of people worshiping this book. Yeah. What isn't the mark of the beast of those people? Uh, yeah, catch anything. Because <laughs> Y2K is the mark of the beast. The yeah, it was so funny. That actually gave me a funny memory of 2000. Of. I was like, ah, <laughs> I remember. Everyone's getting ready. Everyone got ready in 2012. People are fucking dumb. Because as a recovering fun. Catholic, I do enjoy hearing some of the, the, the shit that comes out of their mouth. It's a mixed bag. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, this is horrible. The people are believing this. Sometimes it's so damn funny. Right. When I told you this before, and I probably said it on a podcast, when I showed my dad all of the, uh, the chick tracks, wanting him to get really upset about them being super homophobic. You know, my, my adoptive father was gay. And he was just, I was like, get mad. These are fucking awful. He was like, I, I'm not mad. I'm like, why? He's like, because it's so bizarre. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And I was like, that's funny because it's true. I, that's one of the reasons I collect them. Right. But you can also yeah. get pissed. Yeah. Both are okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's, if I survive, if that helps me survive, that's fine. But we need to do something, I think. Yeah. Let's do I mean, it right wait, now. There's a time to laugh, a time to cry. Oh, no. <laughs> not the birds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing the Pete Seeger and version. I'm doing the Dylan. Get fucking pissed off and burn it all down. Here, here. <laughs> not without a voting committee. Are you kidding? <laughs> let's, let's, let's make a formal statement as an organization first. And I, I like God, that. I love that in this film. <laughs> You know, when they're just reduced to nothing just from laughter. And it's like a lot of these uh, these movements that they're talking about, what did they say, the socialist revolutionary or the revolutionary socialist, they were really dry. And it's or, it's important what you can do with humor. Yeah. And I, I really like that aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, that's... I read a quote, and you can just listen to the podcast, and you'll hear it. If you're just listening to the wrap-up, you're not getting the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that's one of the things that I love the most about Monty Python is, like, all the political in-jokes and, like, all the history nerd jokes. Like, yes, all of that just, like, ticks all my enjoyment Agreed. boxes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what, that's, I think, we could, so many of our favorite parts of uh, Holy Grail, right? Yeah. It is, like, the, the anarchist syndicalist commune. Scene. I mean, it's just so fucking funny that it pops up in this mo- monarchy moment. Yeah, it's so perfect. <laughs> My name's Eric. I'm not mad. <laughs> Old woman. <laughs> I was just thinking about changing our format. See, we just don't have enough time, and we don't have like people giving us Patreon subscriptions and shit. <laughs> You know, where we would not watch... The, watching the movie helps us get the plot points, so I don't have to watch the movie and pause it and write down a plot point, pause it, write down a plot point, so I can regurgitate it and we can get everything out in once. Right. And not, it's just, we don't get paid enough. If someone, if a rich benefactor would like to give us some dough, then I will do that research, but that's a lot more work. It is and a this lot more work. helps us out. And you don't necessarily have to be playing the movie with us. I think I think you'll do fine. <laughs> and I know if you're like me, you've already seen this movie a bunch. I hope yep. that if you listen to the podcast, you get something out of it. If not, tell us about it because no one's saying anything. 
You you <laughs> you, you can see that people are listening to it, but I no can. one says we're we're shouting into a void. I know about four friends that five actually that do listen to it, but mm-hmm. one of them wrote a review and it didn't go up. And I told her at her birthday party last night. Censorship. Uh, this is a good friend of mine. I'm like, write it again. Happy birthday. Write your review for my podcast again. I bought present him, to you. I bought him a record for their birthday. It was funny because... <laughs> what record did they get? Uh, the U.S. Com- US conflict record. Hmm. And I was like, uh, you know, because a lot of those people haven't known her for very long. And I was like, this is a record you didn't have 35 years ago. And a lot of them were like younger. And they were like, what? (laughs) I have known her since we were 16. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah. It's fun to have history like that. We were talking about all the shows we went to. And I was saying like, oh, my God, that fucking show was so bad. I hate no effects. And like half of the people at the party were like, we really like no effects. I'm like, I'm sorry. I was like, the only song I liked was this I mean, song I'm not called. I'm like crazy about them, but I like them. They had this song that shredded called Six Pack Girls with the dumbest fucking lyrics I've ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, that's the only song that fucking shreds and the lyrics are stupid. I hate that. I t- I'll get it on the tape. I hate that fucking band. <laughs> They're not going to be. Patreon but when numbers. they were like, I like it, I'm like, that's okay. I'm happy that they did something for you. It's not as bad as organized religion where nobody's getting murdered (laughs) because they like no effect. Not yet. No one's getting oppressed. No one's pouring bleach on their genitals to rid themselves of their homosexual thoughts because of no effects. So yay to no effects. That's fine. You can listen to that horrible shit. Hopefully they're not anti-vaxxers or whatever. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe that yeah, they, they you are. Can't fucking tell. These it's on their new record. Out there. <laughs> I got God's vaccine. <laughs> hey, Maggie Thatcher, you're but <laughs> this, yeah, no one's doing pro Thatcher song. <laughs> this movie, like taking LSD, actually uh, did help me on my road to just you know, as a little kid, being constantly indoctr- indoctrinated and conditioned. That this was reality and this is all it's supposed to be. And we read this book and we genuflect and we drink the blood of Christ and we enjoy the shitty magic in it. And (laughs) (laughs) all this crap and we have to be hateful to these groups and this infighting for this. And it is, ugh, it was really, it's a, it's a cult. I'm sorry. It was really hard to get out of it. And thank you, LSD. And thank you to this movie (laughs) for letting me know that there could be a different way of thinking. Yeah. Then you know, true on both accounts. I think most of us like, like the the whole like oh if you saw this as a kid like you weren't gonna like be a Christian if you were a Christian. I don't know if that's true. Maybe it is, but like I think it helps identify questions to ask that bring you out in a more safe, more controlled way. Because I think Critical when you're thinking, I'm when grateful you leave, for it. Like religion, you say weave. when you weave religion, I love it. Uh, I think it, you can be in a dangerous place personally because, like, you're you're giving up a community or whatever, um, and that can be difficult, right? What do you mean, we, like, oh, what a tangled web we weave well, when we practice way to deceive? <laughs> um, and I, I think take me through weaving religion. Well, I think weaving. <laughs> what leaving religion? Oh, I thought you just kept saying was, weaving. I was. It's a joke on the the movie. The, the whole scene. Well, it lost me. <laughs> That's fine. I, it's okay. I'm there. 
It took me a second, but I got there. I'm just saying, like, when, when you leave <laughs> religion, yep, I'm it's there. nice to have some direction and some questions to ask that bring you into, like, a community of other people as well. Absolutely. Which you I could think be in a movie, dangerous place. Yeah, exactly. And I think this movie does a good job of that, like, giving you a group of people uh, to have a, have a conversation with. Because, um, of course, there's commu- like, a nice community to help you. You'll feel so much better. Yeah. When you lift the fucking Christ <laughs> boot from your fucking neck. And then that the healing can begin for whatever you had to deal with. Uh, shitty priests, shitty nuns with weapons, yeah. sticks, and darker, 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 darker shit that happens today. So when this, this premiered in L.A., oh, I'm sorry, in New York... This was protested by both uh, rabbis and priests. They like had a some people did dig it together. Oh yeah, it brings them together, and they're like, yeah, we brought the religions together. <laughs> I thought that was funny, but I I did like uh, the thing we watched with the bishops and just how yeah. the bishop was like, I do respect you guys, and it was like it's really interesting that they were just being honest about it. It's another thing I enjoy about a lot of 70s stuff. That, like, they may be getting it wrong, but they're talking about it, and they want to figure it out. Which is also what I was talking about, the character in The Pursuit of Happiness. Like, he means well. Right. He wants to try to get it right. He's struggling. He's trying to get it. And this is a, a far better movie than that. I would... I give this a 9, maybe a 10? I don't remember. I, if I had given it a 10, I wouldn't feel bad. If I gave it a 9, what mood was I in at that point? I would definitely <laughs> give this a 9 or a 10. Yeah, I... I uh, it's not perfect. Yeah, but like, I don't know that I, there's another movie like this that I would... Uh, I could call out as better. That's like it, or just another 70s movie? Because I, I, there's 70s movies I like better. Dog Day Afternoon, there's I like better. There's definitely 70s movies I like better. I don't know that there's another 70s movie that does this. No, very great. And they barely did it. Right. They're lucky that they were able even to get it on the tape. Right. And like we were saying earlier, George Harrison had to like mortgage his house and his like <laughs> offices in London to make this fucking thing happen. Now, he, he made his money back, so don't feel bad for George. No, this movie made a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Forrest Gump, call back, go! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Starting. and of course, this is one of my favorite movies, and um, I definitely give it an enthusiastic thumbs up. I love this because I am sick of talking. <laughs> I have a headache. <laughs> Actually, it might be from allergies. I don't I, know. I think so. I put a fan in the window, and it only blows in pollen. No cool air, just pollen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you heard, tell anyone you can, any way that you can. Yeah, and remember, you can reach out to us. Uh, and I stole that from Karina Longworth's podcast. <laughs> Just remember this, and that I, I promote that podcast as well. Yeah, you really like it. He's been it's trying to get really me to listen to it. It's a good series going this time, and it takes you back to like the beginning of Hollywood reporting and how that relates to you know media and how it's done now. It's really good. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it. I mean, we're going to be taking a long trip. So. I know, we have tons <laughs> of time, literal tons of time. <laughs> Uh, you can let me know if her voice is annoying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just a guy that was like, oh, this is a podcast you might like. And then I really liked it. 
And then I sat down at a pub with him, and he was like, yeah, I find her voice really annoying. I was like, it was your idea for me to listen to this podcast. <laughs> and then I came back with you with a glowing review, and you're like, eh, her annoying voice. <laughs> what? It like, was a setup? I'm <laughs> 10 hours into this fucking thing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it didn't bother me. <laughs> I mean, you like the nanny, so I mean... I don't just like the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nanny fee. But you watch some some bad shows sometimes. It's okay. Sure. Yeah. You're like happened. friends, and you won't watch the reunion. It's not a show though. It's just them talking about what happened <laughs> during their their time on Friends. Well, we'll watch it after this, and I'll I'll uh, we'll, we'll post some things on our. We'll report back. No, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs>